This is Jeremy, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Podcast. I want to go over a couple of things before we get started this week. Number one, wherever you get this podcast, rate us and review us. Give us a five-star rating. Give us something. Look us up on Instagram at Duh Weekly Podcast. Look us up on Twitter at Duh Weekly Podcast. Look us up on Facebook under Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, Pell, P-E-L-L. I just want to thank you for listening. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. We are going to look at a topic that has been presented by thousands of people. Everybody's got an opinion on this, but I'm going to give you mine. This is going to be, what makes a good salesman? What makes a good salesperson? What is it that a person needs to do to become to be successful in the field they're in when it comes to sales? Well, I'm going to tell you my 10 principles to follow into becoming into the realm of sales royalty, sales excellence. You will want to take notes. Because this is life changing. You want to become a sales professional. You want to become number one in your field of sales. Or number one just in customer service. You can take this and use it in several different areas. It doesn't necessarily have to be sales. It can be just people and people. If you come in contact with people throughout your daily business. Then this is the podcast for you to listen to. We do appreciate everybody listening. We want you to give us a rating, a review on Apple, subscribe, uh, Spotify, wherever you can find our podcast. It's on every platform available. You know, a lot of stuff going on today. I think today is the inauguration day, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully everything is smooth. I do not give my political views here, but however, I am an American, so therefore I want the American president to do well no matter what party he is from. And until us as Americans get away from the, 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 the fringes of, of politics, we'll never get along. And as long as we're divided, we're playing into exactly the hand that each side wants us to play into. It's not a pass or fail. It's not a if, I, if you disagree with me on one issue, then that means I have to put you out of my life forever. That's wrong. We need to find common ground that we can agree on and we need to grow and to build off of that so make a point today to maybe have a conversation with somebody you would never have a conversation with maybe sit down and talk to somebody that you normally wouldn't talk to but thanks for listening here we go this is the weekly podcast So the question of old, what makes a good salesperson? You know, we all want to feel important. We all want to feel needed. What's our purpose? What What is your purpose? You know, and that's a tough one. But, you know, even if you had to look at it from just the basic butterfly effect, that you're involved in life-changing events every day. Now, 
think about this. All the decisions from your birth that's caused your path and it impacts on exactly what you're doing today. Think about the universe. Think about how, how far as the eye can see that this planet is the only one that they know of that has life. And that's us. So just think of how special you are that for you just to be here is super, super, super special. And look at what just had to line up and be right at the exact spot at the exact exact time. Now, the example I heard given was that for life to, to be on earth and to sustain on earth, it's the example of taking one million dice and rolling one million dice and every one of those dice landed on a six. You know, you don't have to be great at what society says is great. You should be good at you. Because you are special every time you take a breath. Humanity makes you special. Free will and decisions that you make make you special. So don't let anybody sell you short. Don't sell yourself short because you are great. You are an amazing, amazing, amazing human being. So what makes a good salesperson? What is a good salesperson? I've got 10 principles to sales excellence that I want to go over with you today. And I've jot, jotted quite a bit of stuff down on this. And to me, it's super important. And I kind of go over my background into what I think makes a great salesperson or sales excellence. So we'll get into it. And what I look at in, in sales, the 10 principles of sales excellence is this. Number 10 is product service accountability. Now, what does that mean? When I say product or service accountability, I mean, A, you've got to hold your product or your service accountable. And there are several things that fall under this category. Number one is your product or your service needs to be top-notch, needs to be the best that it can be. You need to know your product. But more than anything else, you must genuinely, genuinely love and enjoy. And beyond everything else, you must absolutely believe in the product or service that you represent. If you don't genuinely believe in your product or your service, then get out now. Get out now. Because you truly must genuinely, from your heart, enjoy and believe. You don't necessarily have to enjoy, but I believe it's important. But you've got to believe in your product or your service. So you've got to have product service accountability. 
And I'm going to put product and service knowledge under that. You need to know your product and you need to know your service. Now, it's obviously number 10 on my list, to the 10 principles in sales excellence. So it's important, but it's not most important. But I want you to know, number 10 is product service accountability. And product service is one word. It's you either have a product or you have a service, but you hold it accountable. So out of this number 10, I want you to remember one thing. Remember, you must genuinely love, enjoy, and absolutely believe in the product or service you represent. Number nine, I call it branding yourself, or be the brand. Live the gimmick, Ric Flair would say. Now, you know why Ric Flair was so successful at what Ric Flair done? Because you couldn't tell the difference between where Ric Flair ended and where Ric Flair began, or the, the, the gimmick ended or the gimmick began. He lived his gimmick. And I don't, I don't use the word gimmick as a, as a, a negative. Number nine, be the brand. Branding yourself to your product or your service. You must be that guy or girl that when someone thinks but real estate, boom, they think of you. When someone thinks wrestling, boom, they think of you. When someone thinks car salesman, boom, they think of you. You must be that guy or girl. You must work long and hard to brand yourself to the product or service that you represent. Be that guru. And you remember, you know, what works for you may not work for somebody else. But you've got to be the brand. Branding yourself is super important. So whatever marketing or advertising strategies you come up with, that's up to you and what works in your area. But in order to be excellent at what you do, whether it be digging trenches, putting heating air in, lawyer, doctor, whatever. When someone thinks of that business, you need to be the first thing that comes to their mind. So number nine is branding yourself or slash be the brand. Number eight, I call this unite business with community. Now this is important because you need to always remember to be seen and heard and, and be present in your community. You want to grow your roots deep in the community that you live in and the communities that you're around because you got to give back. you got to be a part of the community. You always want to be with either uh, fundraisers or uh, charitable organizations, churches. Be active and present in your community. This is something that's super important, but I think all these ten principles will intertwine with one another with you know with each other to, to bring you to one final conclusion um, is that your what works for you like I said before doesn't work for everybody but you know you need to know the area and, and do your advertising and your marketing accordingly but these are just principles to give you 10 principles to sales excellence so number eight is the unite business with community and you always want to be present in your community you want to be seen, heard, and present in your community. Know this. This is, And like I said, this is going to work different with each person depending on their community and what they have going on. But always be a part of your community, whether it be through, uh, like I said, through charitable organizations, through churches, th different things like that. In, by being in your community, you're being the brand. 
So it kind of goes together. So let's recap. Number 10 is product, service, accountability. Number 9 is be the brand or branding yourself. And number 8 is unite your business and your community. Uh, grow your roots. Now, number seven is you must give to get. Number seven is you must give to get. Now, what do I mean by that? It's real simple. It takes helping others to get where, their need, where they need to be in order for you to get where you need to be. You must be willing to help others any way you can. Lifting a colleague up and pushing them forward is, is one step to you getting closer to being exactly where you need to be. So always have your hand out. Always have your hand out and down to reach and pull another colleague, friend, or neighbor up. This goes back to being in your community. So number seven, remember, you must give to get. And this is something that's going, it's going to be kind of a vague thing to say because you always just, you don't know the situation until it comes up. But you always want to give and help others get where, they're, where they need to be in order for you to get where you need to be. And always remember that. And number six, always remember, it's just people doing business with people. And it's quite that simple. You know, sometimes we are our own worst enemy. You know, we get in our own way. We get in our own head. We overthink and analyze situations when sometimes we just need to stop and think, hey, it's just people doing business with people. That's it. These are just other people. And it's that simple, folks. It's that simple. Number five. Impersonation is the best form of flattery. And what I mean by that is you always want your clients or your customers to feel comfortable. Because if they're comfortable, then they are more trusting. And when they're trusting and they trust you, that's an amazing, great thing. Because comfort equals trust. And trust equals making a lifetime friend which equals to making lifetime sales. You want to always try to be on an evil, evil, you want to always try to be on an even level with your clients when you're talking to them. You never want to present yourself in a, in a condescending or a, a better than type attitude because you're always going to have to, I'm not saying you got to imitate exactly what your client or your customer is doing, but you, you always want to be on their level. So imitation, impersonation is always the best form of flattery. And you always want, remember, you want your clients, your customers to feel comfortable. And who do they feel more comfortable around than someone that's just like them? They want to be around people that's just like them. When, they, when they're around someone that's just like them, they're comfortable. When they're comfortable, they trust you. When they trust you, they buy from you. And not only do they buy from you, but they buy from you for a lifetime because not only are you giving them comfort and trust, but you're making a lifetime friend. 
And what happens when a lifetime friend needs a vehicle or needs a home? They think of their friend, someone just kind of like them, and they call you because they trust you. So number five is impersonation is the best form of flattery. And always remember, comfort equals trust. Trust equals making a lifetime friend. And making a lifetime friend equals making lifetime sales. Don't forget that. So let's recap real quick. Just go over the, the top. I think we went over five so far. Uh, number 10, product or service accountability. You need to hold your product accountable, but you need to enjoy what you do. Be the brand. Branding yourself. When someone thinks of cars or trucks or houses or whatever it is you do, your name needs to be the first one that pops in their head. Number eight, you need to unite your business and community. You need to grow your roots. You always want to be involved in your community. You want to be seen, heard, and present in your community at all times. Number seven, you must give to get. It is super important for you to always be trying to help others get where, they're need, where they need to be in order for you to get where you need to be. You'll get there quicker by helping others. Number six, it's just people doing business with people. Always remember, when you start to overanalyze, you start to overthink, you get nervous, you get this or that, just stop, take a deep breath and think. It's just people doing business with people. And number five is impersonation is the best form of flattery. And remember, people like to be around people, other people that are like them. And when they do that, they feel comfortable. And when they're comfortable, that equals trust. And when you have trust, that equals making a lifetime friend. And making a lifetime friend equals making lifetime sales. So remember that. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do number four, three, two, one. And we're going to blast your ass out of here. We'll be right back. back i appreciate you listening to this amazing and wonderful podcast that goes out to millions and millions of people all over the world i just wish millions and millions of people listen but we're giving you some insight today folks this is some million dollar shit right here you don't want to miss it so we went 10 9 8 7 6 and number five so we're at number four and number four is two ears and only one mouth what does that mean? It means that God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. He gave you one extra ear than he did a mouth. Because you want to do a little bit more listening than you do talking at times. And you never want to wait to talk. There's a huge difference between waiting to talk and listening to someone. And you need to find that that balance. And, you know, you don't want to seem anxious and, and, and want to over talk somebody so you want to never wait to talk you want to learn to listen you want to listen because you learn what you need to know by listening the client or customer they will tell you what they're looking to do or wanting to do and they'll even tell you what they will do if you just listen so always remember listening is where you find 
your valuable information as to what route you need to take. So once you've given them the flattery of impersonation and you've gotten down on their level and you're talking eye to eye with this customer, they're going to start to open up, they're going to start to talk to you, and you're going to listen to what they're saying because that needs that will be the route or the direction that you start going in this process. So two ears, one mouth for a reason. Learn to listen. Don't wait to talk. Big difference, okay? Number three is numbers don't lie. Now, what does that mean? To me, all that's number. what I mean by this is that you know for a fact that once you have your basic system down on the process that works for you, then you just need to dig in because the more people you are in front of, the more product or service you will move. Guaranteed. Numbers do not lie. So you need to figure out how to put yourself in front of more people. More people, more people, more people equal more sales because the numbers, they don't lie. Number two, break the ice and then make margaritas. And you always always heard the old saying, oh, just well, we got to break the ice, break the ice. Yes, but my philosophy is once you've broken the ice, you need to make margaritas. Now, what I mean by that is you need to, once you've got on an even level and you're bro you've broke the ice, you've started a conversation, then you need to keep on talking about everything under the sun that they're talking about or want to talk about. Talk about anything but the product or service that you're selling. And that's okay. That's how you become comfortable. That's how you, you earn that trust. So not only just breaking the ice, but you continue to have that conversation no matter what it's about. So always remember that once you've broken the ice and you're talking about something and you found a, an interest that this customer or client has, then you need to stay on that, whether it be hunting, fishing, car driving, skydiving, whatever it is, you show enough interest and you keep on that subject. You don't have to talk about it. If you're selling a car, you're selling a house, talk to this, this client for an hour before you even bring up what type of vehicle he's wanting to look at. It doesn't matter because your job is to sell yourself to this customer. And by breaking that ice, but taking that ice and making a margarita with it, you're becoming a friend. You're becoming trusting. You're on their level. And that is what makes a sale. That is what's going to cause you to increase your abilities and to, to become a better, better, better salesperson. So number two is break the ice and then make margaritas. So like I said, don't forget, when you start talking to these clients or customers, you continue talking about whatever but what you're selling or what you're providing. And that's okay. Because it comes down to the grand finale, the number one. The number one, and I'm going to give you a story behind number one because this is the basis of my whole sales life. I've been selling for 30 years. Number one, sales principle to excellence is did you know them and you're probably thinking to yourself what in the hell is he talking about but this combination of all ten of these or nine principles to this one the tenth one 
is a collaboration to this one principle. Did you know them? This is the grand finale. This is my final storied principle. That's all nine plus this one break bring you the ten principles of sales excellence. Because I'll give you an example. When I was about 10 or 12 years old, I would do sales calls or estimates with my uncle, Tony Goins. He owned and operated an amazing heating and air conditioning company, one of the largest in Tennessee. So we would go out to homeowners and out to their homes and we would do estimates on, on heating and air conditioning units. And, you know, we'd look at the home, see what they needed, and then we'd give them a price on a unit. And every time he knocked on the door or they answered the door, he knew what to say about everything else but heating and air or price. Within seconds of meeting a person, he knew exactly what type of person they were. He knew what to say. He knew what they wanted to hear. He was friendly. You know, and, and throughout the whole estimate, he was just setting setting it up all through the estimate. You know, the customer would laugh, and they would they would cut back up with him and, and back and forth because he knew what he could say to certain people. He just knew when to say it, and by the time, and he knew how to say it, and by the time he sat down to the kitchen table to talk price, it was it was over. It was a sign. It was a deal because they had already offered him food and drinks and they laughed and they cut up on each other so the deal was done sold because they wanted to do business with him they wanted to do business with him because somehow within seconds or minutes of him meeting these people he knew exactly how far he could take certain things he knew what he could say to certain people and he knew to how to have them laughing and so comfortable that they're inviting him to dinner they're offering him dinner, they're offering him drinks, lunch, they're cutting up on him, insulting him back and forth, you know, and he knew how to do this. And each person was different, and I would just watch in amazement. And I hung on his every word because I wanted to be just like him. He was the best salesperson that I'd ever seen, and he is the best salesperson that I've ever seen in my life because he was the most amazing people person. He sold himself to people. He would, within seconds, know what type of person he was talking to. And then he would nail it every time. Which brings me up to the very last principle that I talk about. Every time we would get back in the car to, to leave after making the sale, I would always look at him and, and ask, Hey, did you know them? Because it sure felt like he did. He would always say no. So, first thing I want to say is thanks, Tony, for teaching me your secrets to sales. And granted, I think you're the best sales person that I've ever seen. And second, it's the principle, the last principle. Hey, did you know them? Because if your sales conversations end with your colleagues thinking maybe you knew them, 
<laughs> or, hey, how long have you known that guy? Well, I just met him. <laughs> oh, really? I guarantee you sold them. I guarantee you sold them. Because in sales, you can go anywhere now with the internet or whatever and find anything a thousand different places. So why would somebody want to buy something from you? They're not buying that something because that's the something they want. They're buying it because they want to buy it from you. So why do they want to buy it from you? These ten principles will get you closer to that as to answering that why. So we, we've grand finale on, hey, did you know them? And I've told you the story on what that means. But our other principles build up to that. So let's go over them real quick. Our ten principles. Number ten. Product service accountability. Your product, your service, your joy. Make sure you genuinely love, enjoy, and absolutely believe in the product or service you represent. Be the brand. Number nine, branding yourself. You got to be that guy or girl. When someone thinks of your product, they think of you. Number eight, unite your business and your community. Grow your roots in your community and your surrounding area. You want to always remember to be seen, heard, and present in your community. Number seven, you must give to get. You always need to be helping others to, to get where they, need, where they need to be in order for you to get where you need to be. Number six, it's just people doing business with people. Sometimes don't overthink it, don't overanalyze it, don't oversell it. Just step back and think, hey, it's just people doing business with people and it's that simple. Number five is impersonation is the best form of flattery. You always want to be on even field, even playing field or an even uh, field with the customer, client. You don't want to be eye to eye. You don't want to look down on them or be looking up. You want to be eye to eye because impersonation is the best form of flattery. And always remember that equals comfort to the customer. When they have comfort, that equals trust. And when the customer has trust, that equals a lifetime friend. And making a lifetime friend equals making a lifetime sale. Number four, two ears and only one mouth. Always remember, you never want to wait to talk. You always want to listen and learn because what you need to know is right there in what the customer's telling you. Number three is numbers don't lie. Always remember, folks, that the numbers don't lie. The more people you put in front of you, the more people that you see, the more sales you're guaranteed to make. Number two is break the ice, but then you must make margaritas. So once you find a, a conversation that's comfortable with your client or your customer, then you stay on that conversation. Stay on that conversation for hours. Don't even talk about what you're selling, your product, your service, because it doesn't matter. Until you become friends with them, you're not going to sell them anything. So break the ice, but when you do, you must make margaritas. Which leads us to the number one, the grand finale. Hey, did you know them? If everyone around you could watch you as you're making your sales presentation or as you're walking through a, a, a trying to perform a sale with a customer and someone could watch you and at the end of that negotiation or at the end of that process if they literally could look at you and say hey 
Do you know that guy? That's when you know you've made it. That's when you know you've made the sale. So I end it there. The Ten Principles to Sales Excellence. And always remember the story I told you about my, my Uncle Tony and doing the heating and air estimates because that's what taught me to nothing more than anything else. Man, I've got to get down. To, I've got to get to know this person in minutes because you're fighting an uphill battle. So you've got minutes to make that first impression, to get on their level and get on their level quick and make them feel comfortable. And when they're comfortable, have a conversation with them about everything but that. And they'll do business with you because it's almost like you know them. It's almost like they know you. They like you. And when they like you, they'll buy from you. So always remember, if you can end each sale process with a, <laughs> if someone would say, hey, did you know them? You know you're doing your job right because you're getting to know people. And when you get to know people, you sell people. And not that that's a bad thing because you always want to have integrity and honesty and ethics involved when you're selling anything. So I want to dedicate this podcast to Tony Goins, probably the best salesperson that I've ever met in my life. So thank you, Uncle Tony. Guys, I appreciate you listening. I hope this helps you. I really do, because it's served me well over the years. I appreciate it, and I hope you all have a great and amazing day. This is The Weekly Podcast.